Happy Thanksgiving, sports betting fans. This is Hardways Mike with SBI. It is Thursday evening. It is Thanksgiving. I hope that you had a wonderful and safe holiday and that your belly is full with all sorts of great Thanksgiving food. And now you're ready to dive into some sports betting topics because that is what we are here to do. It is our week 13 college football preview show. Yes, we are in week 13, folks. Can you believe it? The regular season for college football is wrapping up in the NFL is not far behind. Speaking of that, since we are on Thanksgiving and the NFL is known for playing on Thanksgiving, let's couple, let's recap a couple of games that we've had so far. We've got one in progress. So big surprise, the Packers beat the Lions. They jumped out to an early lead. The Packers were eight and a half point dogs in this one, but they win outright 29 to 22. Definitely surprised there that that Detroit defense, which looked great earlier in the year, is definitely having some struggles. I would stay away from them if you're playing them in fantasy football. We did get an over cover in this one. Jared Goff passed to Josh Reynolds for a touchdown with about 46 seconds left on the clock to hit the over. The over under in this one was, let's see, I believe it was 47. Yeah, and they ended up with 29-21. So an over came in on that one, but the Packers, big dogs, win that one. And then the Commanders got trounced by the Cowboys. Cowboys all over this one in special teams, on defense, on offense. Just a not a surprising result, certainly. I did tease the, the Cowboys to minus 19 and a half because I did not believe in that Commanders team. That certainly paid off. And the over came in as well because the Cowboys did not take their foot off the gas. They scored a touchdown to Cavante Turpin with about six minutes to go. And then Dayron Bland intercepted pick six. It is his fifth pick six of the year. It, it is a new NFL record. That scores 45 for the Cowboys. So the over comes in in this one. It was 48. Dallas minus 13 covers as well. No surprise there. That Cowboys team looks really good right now. We've got a game going on tonight. It is the 49ers and the Seahawks. Debo Samuel gets the scoring started for the 49ers. Unfortunately, I took Christian McCaffrey to score the first touch on that one. Bit of a bummer there. And then we had a Jason Myers field goal. Looked like we might have a bit of a back and forth. But after that, it was all 49ers. Christian McCaffrey, two touchdowns. And then a Jake Moody field goal. So right now, our score is 24-3 to at halftime. Definitely a bummer there. I was expecting more from this game. Looks like the Seahawks are getting around. Not sure if that elbow injury is still hurting or still affecting Geno Smith, but the, the Seahawks are definitely struggling to move the ball in this one. And then we've got a low-scoring game in the NCAA football. Let's let's recap Tuesday night match. And first, we didn't have any games on Wednesday. We did have two Tuesday games, two Mac games. Not a surprise, a bit of a low-scoring affair. We had talked about it on this podcast before how Tuesday night's and in general, Maxion has been a little down this year, but we had Eastern Michigan winning over Buffalo, 24 to 11. Eastern Michigan, though, upset. They were the dog in this one. Plus six was the line, six, six and a half, depending on where you got it. They they win that one outright. So 24 to 11, the under came in in that one. And then the under, this was a bigger under, 51 and a half. Bowling Green beats Michigan. Bowling Green was the favorite in that, two and a half point favorite. They win 24 to 10 in that one. So right now we've got, we're in the third quarter here with the Ole Miss Mississippi State game. Bit of a downer right now. It is, let's see, let's check the score on that one. It is seven to three right now, but it looks like Ole Miss is driving here. So, yeah, right now we've got seven to three Mississippi State over Ole Miss. We'll see how that one ends up. I was, I'm not surprised that it's that low scoring. I thought that Ole Miss, Ole Miss could put up a few more points than what they've done so far. The over in this one was 54 and a half. So, that looks like, again, it's pretty safe if you took that one. And then Ole Miss was minus 10. So, that one is in trouble. There, but let's move on. We've got games tomorrow morning. We've got games tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night. We've got a ton of action coming up for NCAA football week 13, the last week of the regular season. So let's dive into it. Let's get into this week in college football. You can follow along over at home. Go to sportsbettingintel.com. Go to our this week in college football page and you'll see everything that we're talking about here 
on sports betting intel so let's pull it up we've got a few games that we want to touch we if you read our newsletter earlier in the week we highlighted a few games that we definitely want to touch on one of those is the top matchup between oregon state and oregon that is tomorrow night at 6 36 7 30 p.m central time so that is a pac-12 as the real jay-z would call it a conference of champions showdown i'm going to pull it up over on this week in college football Go to this week in college football and choose Pac-12, and there you go. It's the first one right up on the board. We've got game breakdowns, detail analysis, advanced stats, player prop analysis, et cetera, et cetera. Everything you could need to want to bet this game, we've got it over there. So this is called the Civil War for good reason. The over in this over under in this game is, I believe, it's sixty-two. Last time I saw it, let's pull it up here. 60, 62 and a half right now. And then the Ducks are favored in this one, pretty big favorites, 11.5 point favorites on this one, minus 470 on the money line if you're back in the Oregon Ducks, plus 430 if you're back in the Oregon State Beavers. Demian Martinez has really come on for that team as of late. He scored a bunch of touchdowns in the last couple of games. And DJ Ugalele, he's going to need to really play well if they're going to have any chance of beating Oregon, Bo Nix, and this Oregon team. So let's go through some of these stats here. As you can see, the Oregon Ducks have the green across most of the offensive stats, total yards, passing yards, passing attempts, passing touchdowns, rush yards. The only one that the Oregon State Beavers have over the Oregon Ducks is in the rushing attempts category and then rushing TDs, Oregon. Obviously, with Bucky Irving, Marquise Irving there, he's a stellar running back. This game should be a pretty high scoring. The over-under, like I said, 62, 62 and a half, depending on where you get it, but plenty of opportunity to take the over on this game. Uh, plenty of opportunity for the over to come in just based on Everything that we see from both of these teams being able to score and being able to put points on the board in bunches. So strong opportunity to take the over in this one, if that's what you're interested in. I'm probably going to look at the over on this one. Not sure if I'm going to take it just yet, just because 62 does seem like a lot, uh, if you know what I mean. But there's, you know, let's let's see where this one shakes out. If it might come down a couple of points, and if it goes up, then I'm probably staying away for sure. But the Ducks definitely have a much better defense than the Oregon State Beavers. So the Ducks are probably going to score, and it's just up to Oregon State to, to keep up. So let's go over to our game boards, and we can pull up our game page for this one specifically. Like I said, 470, 430, minus 470 for Oregon, plus 430 for Oregon State. That 470 is over on DraftKings. That 430 is over on Caesars. 12 and a half. I actually, it looks like 12 and a half now is the main line there. So the Ducks minus 12 and a half at minus 124 over on DraftKings, if you want to back the Beavers, plus 104. Let's go ahead and tease that the other way. Get back to that 11 and a half. Yeah, minus 132 for on DraftKings for Oregon, minus 11 and a half, plus one, 11 and a half, plus 118 over on points bet. And then, as I mentioned, the over under 62 to 62 and a half, depending on when you get it. 62, actually, you can get a pretty good line here on that over 62. And this is probably where I'll take it. Over on Caesars, minus 105 for that over 62. Getting that hook is nice because at 62 and a half, MGM is minus 105 points bet. DraftKings, Bet Rivers are all between minus 108 and minus 113. But yeah, that's 62. Otherwise, you got to pay minus 115 over on points bet for that 62. So we'll see if the Ducks can keep their college football playoff dreams alive or if the Beavers are going to come out swinging and they are going to take down the Ducks, which could cause all sorts of chaos in the Pac 12. But there is more this weekend. So we do have another Pac 12 matchup that I think people would probably be interested in. Let's go ahead and pull that game up. Go back to our game board for the Pac-12, or this week in college football game on the Pac-12, and that's Washington and Washington State. The other team in the Pac-12 that has a strong chance of getting into the college football playoff is Washington. They need things to go 
their way. I do think that Washington team is the best team in the Pac-12. Certainly, of course, the real Jay-Z might argue with me on that, but they play Washington State. It is at Husky Stadium, so Washington State on the road. Cam Ward and team are going to have – they have shown some life on offense as of late, but they are going to have to really dig deep on this one to beat Washington. Washington's the big favorite in this game. Let's go ahead and pull that game up. Oh, by the way, this game is – let's see when this game is. This game is on November 25th at 3 o'clock p.m., so it is on Saturday, 3 o'clock, so it is an afternoon game. All right, we're looking at the lines here. We will pull Washington, best line for Washington. You can get it on DraftKings or Caesars and BetMGM at minus 800. Washington State plus 550 there. Minus 16 looks like the main line. So minus 16 at minus 110 over on Caesars. If you're back in the Huskies, Washington State Cougars plus 116 or plus 16 at minus 104 over on Bat Rivers. And then the over under is even higher in this one at 68. 68, my goodness. Under, though, it is, it is shaded to the under a little bit. Minus 121. Over on Bet Rivers, if you were to go over 68 and a half, you can get it at minus 106 actually on Bet Rivers. So that if you don't want the over, certainly get that at over 67 and a half at minus 106. Actually, so that over I mentioned over 68 plus 100 there on Bet or Bet Rivers. I'm sorry, I said Bet MGM early, so it's, it's Bet Rivers. So this game, I'm gonna pull it up over on our this week in college football. Let's take a look again. You can get the game breakdown, player prop analysis, etc. But let's see here. Pac-12 games. Let's see. Washington has the edge in most of the offensive categories, passing attempts and rushing attempts. So it looks like Washington State has the edge there. Now, that could be because Washington State does not have as good a defense. This Husky defense is pretty good. Washington State Cougars are lacking a little bit. You can see that again from the green there on the defensive side. The Washington State Cougars only have two of the categories, whereas the Washington Huskies have a bit more. We also have these all these advanced stats, and we've got plays, drives, PPA, success rate, stuff rate, line yards. On the other side, we've got total PPA, success rate, explosiveness. If you have any questions about what any of these mean, you can just hover over or click on any of these, and it will tell you exactly what these stats are tracking. So you can incorporate these into your betting analysis and your betting models, and th- all this is aggregated in one place for each of the college football matchups we have for Week 13 and all the weeks in college football. You can take a look at the schedule here. Nice and green there for the Washington Huskies, just green across the board. They are currently undefeated. And then we saw the Washington State Cougars start out strong and hot with four wins in a row, and then they ran off six losses in a row. So they certainly were disappointing, especially on the offensive side. And then our line data here as well. So plenty of opportunity on this game, I'm not sure that I'm going to be betting on this game. It is a not a surprising spread, but it is a large spread and one that the Washington Cougars or Washington Huskies want to want to stamp their ticket to the playoff. They're probably going to need to put on a show here. So probably one that I'm going to stay up. But that Washington State team can also put up some good points as or some some top points as well. So let's move on. We will go to the big game. I'm sure everybody is interested in, and that would be. The Big Ten matchup between Ohio State and Michigan, the winner of this game, will play in the Big Ten Championship versus Big Ten West champion Iowa, who plays tomorrow morning, actually Friday morning, between Iowa and Nebraska. The over in that game is a whopping 26. I believe it's one of the lowest, if not the lowest, in NCAA football history. So we're not going to touch too much on that game. There's not too much to talk on, talk about. But Michigan and Ohio State, everybody wants to talk about this game, and for good reason. We've got the controversies surrounding Michigan and John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, Jim, John, John, one of the Harbaugh's, 
I can't believe it's escaping me. Jim Harbaugh. It's got to be Jim. It's Jim Harbaugh. John Harbaugh is with the Ravens. So Jim Harbaugh, sign ceiling, and then you've got Ohio State, which has a good team. Ryan Day's put a good good product on the field, but it hasn't been as explosive on office, offense as we've seen on the past. Definitely a good defense, though. So this game is on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock. It is in Michigan, so you've got a Michigan home crowd there in the one of the most hostile stadiums you can imagine with 110,000 people or something like that. No surprise. Michigan is the favorite in this. Minus three and a half is the spread at minus 105. You can get that at BetMGM, or you can get plus three and a half for Ohio State at minus 110 over on Bet Rivers, over under 46 and a half. A little lower than I would have thought. Both of these teams are good offensive teams. Blake Corum, no doubt he's going to be in line for a touchdown. Let's, we can actually pull up his player props here. I do want to see what his player let's go ahead and pull up the ncaa football and player props and we'll search for blake quorum okay total touchdowns over 0.5 minus 750 on Fanduel. no value there whatsoever two touchdowns plus one or over one and a half plus 100 on Fanduel, and then three touchdowns plus 350 as i said no surprise there that he's favored to score multiple touchdowns my goodness so minus one seven minus 750 for for a touchdown is just insane so his rushing yards, though, over 55, 85 and a half there. That's over on Fandle, over 84 and a half on Caesars. You can get alt lines out as well. That Rivers has a bunch of alt lines all as down as far as 69 and a half up to 99 and a half. So plenty of options there to bet on Blake Corum. Let's pull up the game board here and see who's got the or the game page here and see who's got the edge. Let's see here, Michigan, Ohio State moving along. So, yeah, these teams match up pretty well. Michigan has, actually has the better defense. If you look at just the, the basic stats here on offense, it looks like it's half and half, but Michigan definitely has the better defense. I'm going to dig into these advanced stats and see who's better on offense, on defense. And it looks like just just quick glance here, it looks like, yeah, that Michigan has a better defense. And they have not needed to – they have blown out some uh, – some. let's go ahead and pull the schedule here, Michigan schedule. They've definitely blown out teams, but they haven't put up a lot of – they've got a 49, 45, a couple of 52s, but – we haven't seen a 55, a 63, a 70 like we've seen some other teams this year. We've got 30 to 3, 37 and 35 to 7. I, these are definitely blowout wins, don't get me wrong. But it's not just the absolute stunning blowout we would expect from a John Harbaugh team. In fact, they beat Penn State. Great defense there with Penn State, though, 24 to 15. Maryland, they beat 20, 31 to 24. Bit of a downer. Let's see if they were looking ahead a little bit to Ohio State. Ohio State, though, they've got a 63 on their record. They've got a 41. And they, they've actually, as I mentioned, besides that 63 to 10 over Western Kentucky, they have not crested 40 points except in that 41 to 7 game over Purdue. So Ohio State's scoring is definitely down in this one. And that makes no surprise that you've got a good Michigan defense, a pretty good Ohio State defense. And then Ohio State's offensive scoring has been down a little bit. Same with Michigan. So that over under 46 and a half, I still think these teams can score pretty easily. I'm still probably going to take the over on that one. I'm going to pull up the game page. For this one, just so I can kind of compare and see what I might be able to tease it to. I, I think that this game could go into the 50s here. And if we look at that, let's just go over 48 and a half real quick. You can get plus 116 over on Bet Rivers. We want to go up to 49 and a half, plus 128. If we think it's going to get to 50, then yeah, plus 128 over on Bet Rivers is the best line. Back down to 46 and a half. As I mentioned, minus 110 there on points bet for the over. If you want to go a little lower, over 40. Four and a half, for example, minus 137 over on Bet Rivers. So, yeah, historically, these teams have definitely hit the over easily. In fact, I think the over's hit in the last 11 meetings between these two. But cool game. 
Lots of sun. Not it's a rivalry game. We'll see who, who comes out on top on this one. I've got Michigan to win the Big Ten championship to win become the Big Ten champion. So I am cheering for Michigan in this one. Certainly, we won't we won't say anything about next week. We're just going to leave that Ohio that whoever wins this game versus Iowa game off the docket. I'm not even putting on the show sheet because we we just don't want to get face the ire of aces here. So. One more game before we close it out, and that would be Florida and Florida State. It is a big matchup for Florida simply because, or excuse me, for Florida State simply because they need this win, even though they lost their quarterback, Jordan Travis, to another devastating injury this week. We, we lost Mark Andrews in the NFL. And we lost Jordan Travis to the same type of injury. The, the Florida State Seminoles are 11-0 and right now. They're facing off against their rival, Florida, who's five and six. Not a great year, not a terrible year. Shout out to Aces, though, for that exact wins on Florida at six. Is it six or five? I'll have to check my my ticket. Hopefully it's I think I took over over under six and or under five and a half and exactly five. So one of them's coming in, fortunately, hopefully. So you have to check my tickets on that one. But yeah, so right now, Florida State, they are without their their quarterback, Jordan Travis. Huge blow for the Seminoles and their potential. They are in the playoff conversation, but let's see if they don't put Florida away convincingly. What happens here? The spread on this one is lower than you would have thought, but again, no starting quarterback. We got, we got a backup quarterback for Florida State. Hopefully they can get him ready in time. Six and a half points is the spread in this one. Minus 245 is the best line for Florida State. It is at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. It is on Saturday night. So minus 245, that's over on DraftKings. And if you want to back the Gators, plus 205 over on Caesar Sportsbook. Let's go ahead and pull up the detailed matchup on this one. And let's see, I'm going to close up this page, this page, this page, and Florida, Florida State. Yeah, no surprise. Florida has the, that is lagging in a lot of offensive categories and a lot of defensive categories. I liked this Florida State team. I thought from the get-go, this was a good team. I did not expect 11-0. I don't think many people expected that, but can they stay in the top four without their quarterback? It is a difficult conversation to be had by the college football playoff committee. Can they leave out an undefeated team? It's a big surprise if they were to do that. So with this game, I'm not sure which way I'm going to be leaning. I'm going to dig into it tomorrow. This game is not until Saturday though. So we've got plenty of time. As I said, though, the overrunner, actually, I haven't mentioned that yet. The overrunner in this game is 48 and a half. So it's pretty big there. Florida, they got Eugene Wilson. They've got Montreal Johnson. They've got Trevor Etienne. So they can definitely score as well. But the Gators, they want to knock out Florida State. Florida State wants to stay in the playoff conversation. How does the, the CFP committee keep out Florida State if they remain undefeated? Yet to be seen. So that's going to be it for us today. As I mentioned, my name is Hardways Mike. We have lots of opportunity to bet on college football this last week of the regular season. Of course, we'll be covering everything for the Bulls as they come up. We've got other sports as well, so we'll be back on Monday to discuss all sorts of great sports betting opportunities. We've got NBA going on. We've got the NCAA season tournament. NHL, of course, is in, is hot right now. NFL, the regular season, we've got a few more weeks of that. So as we say over here at SBI, you don't always have to bet, but when you do, wager wisely. <laughs>